everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Finders Keepers. I am Meredith. Hello. <laughs> I'm Riley. Yeah, we've had to work on this introduction a little bit just to make sure that everything goes smoothly during we've recording. just been yeah we've just been being a little silly but we did it this is our introduction welcome to the episode i think that we are both just exhausted from first of all <laughs> not recording an episode and we're just getting the giggles out and then <laughs> and then not recording an episode for a while and then our finals are this week, so I think Riley and I are just, like, walking dead a little bit, so. Yes, this is true. I just said to Meredith, I'm so tired, and I don't know why. I honestly think I'm just tired in preparation for the weight to be lifted after my finals are done, but just, like, the emotional toll of this week has been weighing on me, but we power through. We persevere. I know, and what keeps on getting me through is the fact that, like, like Friday at, like, 12.05, it's over like semester done I know it's this break like the weird in between online class weeks that we've had from being on campus and then now finals wrapping up it feels like it's been such a tease like I'm home I feel like I'm supposed to be on break my classes have been so inconsistent because some of them wrapped up before Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. but it's like no they're not over I still have finals I have an exam tomorrow what no not okay yeah yeah, it's just, I've just had some, like, really chaotic things, like, just happened to me this morning, like, I just told Riley. Taking punches, truly. I just told Riley that literally, so I had a candle burning in my room, and I've heard this on some other pod, has happened to somebody else really recently, so I just thought that it was too, like, woo-woo, like, deja vu Spooky. type of thing. Literally, it was just so weird. So I had a candle burning in my room. It was a Times Fraser fur candle, literally one of my favorite ones. Great holiday candle. And I was just in my loft, which is the next room over from my room. And so I was like getting up and going to my room, like, I don't know, like every 30 minutes just to make sure that like the candle was all right. Like I'm not irresponsible. Like I was checking up on it, making sure that it was burning all right. And all of a sudden, I just hear this, and I was like, what? So I kind of, like, sprint to my room. I'm like, no, this is exactly what I heard about on the podcast. And literally, the candle had exploded. Like, like insert picture Boom. here like crash I'll, I'll like broken post, glass i'll put it like on the story or something literally it looked like someone had like it had like popped like a party popper like it, it was just like or blossomed like a flower that's how i should say because it was still connected like at the very very bottom but it, it had just like shed its petals <laughs> so like the candle container was totally like broken messed up and the thing is so I keep my candle on a little um like old travel book like a city tour guide for Amsterdam just because like I have a wood dresser that it's on so I don't want the glass candle holder getting so hot that it like discolors the like wood or anything and there was like little flames on the book and I was like, Oh my god, this is how I end. This this is how it goes. This is this is how like like they're Four gonna think that this flame. was an insurance scheme. Like <laughs> I was literally just in the next room 
enjoy my freezer for candle and then it exploded but I got it cleaned up but I couldn't touch the glass for like over a half hour because it was so hot so but you were spared in the end you survived thank god I think my parents- it was a whirlwind of a story the first time she was telling me I was gripped I was like oh my god your and- house burned down no I wouldn't be here right now if my house burned down. I know, but I, you kept me on the edge of my seat, I gotta say. I feel like I'm a good storyteller that way, but, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, I, that took me by surprise today, to say the least. Um, yeah, that's kind of what's got me in, in my mood today, was that. Way to kick things off, Meredith. <laughs> I feel like that would put anyone in a mood. I'm just a little <laughs> spooked. To say the least. Let's let's talk about something um, happier and less life threatening. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, that would be nice. So this week, I think we are initiating our little thrift find of the week segment to give you all something to look forward to every episode, as if our anecdotes weren't enough. But um, I went thrifting last week in Florida area, Central Florida, and I found the best Goodwill I've ever been to. And it's like five minutes away from me. It was a real pleasant surprise. And I really stocked up. They had so much good outerwear and like jackets and like grandma sweaters. And I was like, why are there thick grandma sweaters in Florida? Why am I having such good luck here? And I said that to my dad. And my dad was like, it's because all these like old people from up north are coming down to Florida to retire. And then giving Goodwill all of their outerwear because they don't need it because it's like 90 degrees. And I said, "Mm, God bless them. So I got some good sweaters. But I also went to an estate sale shortly before, and that is where I found, I think, my my find of the week, which was this Christian Dior little satin, like, sleepwear robe, a little house robe. So I think that's my find of the week, just for the novelty of finding something designer. Um, But if I'm going to name something that I like for the style of it, I also found this, like, 80s blue satin teddy that I just think is so cute. And... My parents think it's so gross because, like, they grew up when it was trendy. And they're like, that's horrible. Why would you thrift underwear? And I'm like, it's cute. It's not underwear. It's streetwear now. Lingerie is streetwear. But anyway, that was my second favorite find. Also, Super cute. Also, the teddy matches the house coat. Yeah, it does. Yeah, the the Dior um, house coat and then the, the teddy are very similar shades of baby blue. So a win-win all in one day. Amazing. Meredith, what about you? I haven't really been thrifting this past week because it's been very chaotic academically for me. So like mm-hmm. I had a huge presentation on Friday for my engineering class that was like worth a lot of my grade. And so I just couldn't sacrifice that. And then on Saturday, I worked, and then I actually hit up some small businesses in Greensboro and supported we love it. them. And then I did homework and slept for the rest of the weekend, and now we're here. So I really haven't <laughs> been hitting the real-life thrift stores, but I have been hitting the virtual used clothing. Mm, mm, delicious. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I ordered... Okay, so I'd been eyeing these one pair of sneakers. They're called Hoka's. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a froggo in my throat. And I had been wanting want like a pair of them for so long. I just heard like rave reviews about them. It feels like you're walking on clouds. 
Um, I also, they have, like, a really thick bottom, so I liked that I could get, like, a two, like, a one and a half to two inch platform in, like, a workout sneaker or, like, a walking sneaker. Like, that was very appealing to me. So, but I really wanted the baby pink pair, which was a limited edition release with outdoor voices. And, like, obviously, like, they sold out as soon as they were produced last year. I think that they were made... <clears throat> like I don't know in January of this year or something so like they were really like hot items and they sold out mm. really quick but I've been like wanting to like find a used pair or find one that's like less expensive and these people are like reselling them for like double what they are on the Hoka website which is already $140 which I think is like kind of steep but <laughs> but and so people are trying to sell them for like $250 because you can't find the color anymore <clears throat> so I finally found a pair my size, believe it or not, on Depop. I was like, I have to have these. And I think I ended up paying like $65 for them, which is pretty good. Oh, that's really good. But it took literally three weeks to get them because the person didn't even ship them for two weeks. Like I thought that I was, I thought that like I was going to have to do you like, got scammed. I literally was getting ready to like contact PayPal and be like, hey, like this person never sent me my stuff. Like I need my money back. But I finally got them in the mail like three days ago, and I wore them to work for the first time on Saturday. Not, it literally clouds. Like, my feet hurt a lot because I have very flat arches. Like, I have very flat mm-hmm. feet and no foot pain at all. And then Man, they, these, this is a rave review. And also, they make my feet look really tiny. The way that they're, <laughs> which I, I like because, like, some shoes make my feet look longer, which is really weird for my like five foot two body. Like if my feet look <laughs> like if my feet look really long, but like they like make me look a little taller with a little platform at the bottom, and they're so cushy and nice. And I just uh, I cannot brave enough about them. I even like told my mom I was like, hey, I will buy you a pair for your birthday. Her birthday's in April. Because, like, she's always, like, on her feet, like, doing antique things, fixing stuff. I'm, like, I will buy you a pair for your birthday because these are, like, the best thing since ever. Like, I just think that they're They so have great. really pretty colors. They do. And, like, she even, like... You're really convincing me. She even, like, picked out a color that she liked from the website. But, like, I have to... It's also good if you have, like, wider feet. So, I have pretty narrow feet, but, like, my mom has really wide feet. And they come in a wide... Like, you can order them in a wide, which, like, you can't do that with all, like, activewear sneakers. Basically, I'm someone who's on my feet 25-8. Like, I just, like, <laughs> I'm always doing active stuff. Like, my job is in retail, so, like, I'm walking around a lot. Like, my past job, like, was literally at a farmer's market, and I was just hauling stuff all the time and so I just really these are really 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 great and I would recommend them to anyone they're definitely worth the investment because I wasn't sure if they were worth the investment I hope they last you a long time too that would be even better I'm pretty rough on like workout sneakers though me too because I actually like I don't know work out in them. Some people don't. Oh, I feel added <laughs> at. I do not. Um, that's like I'm like interested because I don't wear active wear often. Yeah. Like I'm very anti leggings. Like I just I ca- I cannot wear leggings. Not yeah, a fan. That's okay. Um, They're not for yeah. everyone. 
Not for me. They look great on everybody else. I just cannot get behind them. I think it's because that's not a part of my lifestyle either. Um, but I'm very interested in these shoes. They're very cute. Very chunky. I'm kind of this old. I'm going to have to look up, look up some postings of my own. I do have to say, so I like tried and true wear a six and a half in street shoe. Mm. And I wear a six in these, and that's, like, the size that I need. So definitely size down a half size. Okay. I'm a pretty true seven, so, so that's good to know. So you should look for a six and a half. Okay. In the, the train of thought of, like, sizing with footwear, mm-hmm. I love Docs. I don't own a pair, but I love the way they look, and I've Same. looked at them. Same. Like, looked at buying myself a pair every Same. year. Um, and I have no idea what to do as far as sizing. If I ever bite the bullet and actually buy myself a pair, I do not know what size I'm supposed to get Maybe because I see size down. Question. Yes, dear listeners, if you have docs, please tell me what to do about the sizing. I'm a pretty true seven. I'm but a true I six read, Yeah. Yeah, perfect. So I've read that you're supposed to size down for docs. But then I've heard that they're they really uncomfortable out. for, like, the first, That's like, what I've heard, too. So I'm like, then why don't you just buy the bigger pair? <laughs> and especially since I'm, like, I'm a really true size. Like, I've never had to, like, half down a size or half up a size. So am I supposed to take that into account? Like, if I'm actually a true seven, should I just go for the true seven? Or should I go for the six and a half? Or does, I don't even remember if I don't think that they come in half sizes, which I think is, like, the stipulation for me. Yeah. Anyway, that scares me. If anybody out there owns docs and knows how the sizing works, please, please guide me. I need the help. Thank yeah. you. No, I, I, I went through a phase last year where I was thinking about buying some, but everything was just so counterintuitive, I felt like. And I was just like, yeah, I just me too. can't jump the gun. <laughs> I just want some classic black combat boots, but they're making it very, very anxious for me to buy them <laughs> very difficult yeah it's it's become a strenuous process and i just haven't seen it through yeah one of these days but then i ended up thrifting a pair of like um little platform shoes that kind of look like docks but they're not boots they're just shoes and i've like really fallen in love with those so those are holding me over for now mm-hmm. but once i wear those to the ground i'm gonna need to replace them yeah hopefully with docks I that's hope- also a dream is to thrift a pair of docks that's that would just hard. make everything easier. I've been looking for years. That's I've that's been like hard. living vicariously through all of these like thrifting YouTubers, and like somehow they always happen to find docs in their local goodwills. And I'm like, it's gonna happen to that? me one day. Yes, you wanna, tell me. I think they buy the shit and just say that they found it at the thrift store when they actually <sighs> bought it off of Poshmark or something. Because all these people saying that they found Louis Vuitton. Ba- Bitch my ass. That's like, true. That, That's that true. does not happen. Like, well, okay. Actually, oh, wow. Wait, I never thought false, about that. False. Hold on. I did find two Louis Vuitton bags. <laughs> I literally just called shit on all these people. But, like, <laughs> I did. Okay. My eighth grade year was the last year that the Junior League rummage sale happened. And that was the first year that my mom thought that I was old enough to handle the phenomena that was the Junior League rummage sale. So this <laughs> happened in Lawrence Joel. Like, the Joel in Winston. Like, we mm-hmm. would drive from my hometown to Winston <clears throat> and go. And we would pay for the extra ticket to go to the pre-show. 
which means that you get to go the night before the actual rubbish mm, sale. Scout out. And you had to pay for a ticket, but you also had to pay like one and a half times the tag price. So if something was a dollar, you had to pay a dollar fifty. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, I'm following. Um, Interesting. And so I went with my mom. This was like, and like this is like multiple buildings, you guys. Like, I I, like, like, I don't know, like forty thousand square feet. Like it's just like so. It's literally an event center. That's just a rummage sale. So, which is like an indoor yard sale. The dream. So I went and they had the designer section, which obviously I hit up first. And I remember I got like a Tory Burch tote bag, which I still have. And like a Bagley Mishka, like really fancy, like cocktail dress that I ended up wearing to my senior prom. That still had the tag on it from a boutique in Winston, and the tag said thirteen hundred dollars, and that was like, <laughs> oh my god! Um, and then I bought some like probably like a pair of Jack Rogers, and like I mean this was eighth grade, so probably like Lily Pulitzer too. Like they mm-hmm. had like really like high end stuff, and like I went to like the regular clothing section, and they just have these bins of purses. And wallets and stuff like that. And so I was looking through, you know, like, do, 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 like me, little me. And all of a sudden, I find a Louis Vuitton bag. And I was just like, okay, I'm just going to, like, grab this because, like, it takes me a minute to try to, like, authenticate it, you know, to see if right. I like, think it's real. So I just, like, grab it anyways, just, like, to see, like, to investigate later, basically. Mm-hmm. Because people are like... <laughs> Like, they're, like, grabbing left and right, grabbing in front of you, like, crazy stuff. So, I grab one, and then, like, I keep on looking in that same bin, and I see another one. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I have to get this. So, like, I Gotta stake your claim. I end up getting both of them because I found date codes in both of them. So, I was like, okay, like, this adds up. Like, I'm only spending, like, what, 250 on both of these, like... I'm, like, on each of these, like, I'm not out that much, like, if they're not real, right? And so they're the Damier print, which is, like, the brown, like, checkerboard mm-hmm. one, you know, that has, mm-hmm. like, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. So, long story short, I still don't know if they're real. I ended up selling <laughs> one of them, like, two years ago because, like, it was, like, a big messenger bag and I would, like, never use that. So I sold it on Poshmark and I was just, like, so I think this is real. I cannot verify if it is real. Like it has a real date code. I, I'm not saying that it's real, but I'm not saying that it's not. And I sold it within five minutes of me posting it for two hundred. Oh my god! For two hundred twenty-five dollars. I think that's pretty. Me good not knowing if it was real or not. I mean, like, granted, like if it had been real, I probably would have been out some like. I definitely could have sold it for more than that, but the fact that I didn't right. know that it was, like, I feel like that's pretty, like, good. And then the other yeah, one... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The other one, you've definitely seen me, it's, like, kind of, like, like a horseshoe shape, and it's that same Damier mm-hmm. checkerboard print, and I literally still use it all the time to this day, just because I love the size. It's a crossbody, um, and I love the shape, and it's got a lot of pockets in it. Oh, we love that. So I was watching. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. That's all I had to say. So 
I guess you are living the dream. I That's guess dream. to tie that back is that I guess I shouldn't crap on these people and tell them that they. <laughs> oh wait, hold on, hold on. This is my only discrepancy. So like that was at a rummage sale where they literally collect mm-hmm. that stuff like for a whole year. Right. That's pretty curated. That's not like was donated and then turned around and sold for $8 at a Goodwill. See, that's where I'm struggling to find the connect because I just don't think that... True. Or like these people are actually really buying fake bags but they're trying to like pawn it off to like YouTube that they're real. If I ever saw a designer bag in a Goodwill, I would just assume it's a faux but you have to look every time, Riley. You have to check every time. Because that one time you don't check is when it's going to be Oh, real. definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I just bookmarked this article on, like, how to authenticate every type of designer. Yeah. Like, it was, like, Prada, Fendi, Gucci, like, the whole list. And I'm like, oh, I'll save this. Well, the thing um, is, but I, I was learned just watching... that through working for my aunt, who, like, works mm, in a mm-hmm. high-end consignment store. So, like, I've known how to authenticate, like... Gucci, Chanel, especially Louis Vuitton, Prada, mm-hmm. Fendi, like for ye- I can do it like on the back the of big my boys. hand. Like I can just like I know what to look for. I know what quality standards. It's just like I don't know. I I can't say that I know how to authenticate an Hermé because I've never encountered like a Birkin. So mm-hmm. I can't say that, but I doubt that in Central North Carolina we would be encountering. Um, this is true. Birkins. So <laughs> I want to hit up the New York City Goodwills, the LA Goodwills. That's I think that's actually I feel like you'd find double as many faux designer or bootleg designer or whatever you want to call it. But um, still, I feel like that'd be a fun adventure. I don't. But I was just like, watching this one. Sorry, I don't feel like. No, oh, you're good. Go ahead. I've hit, I've gone to like a bunch of New York consignment stores before like when my aunt took me and they were all just like they were all just so expensive like granted we didn't hit like thrift stores Mm. or like vintage or anything but like inflation was real like like you would never be able to get those prices for stuff in North Carolina so I bet that it's the same as in California and like what they call like economical for us is like and just like their cost of living is completely different yeah even in Florida, I've been really surprised at the price differences. Like, the things that I got at my last thrift trip were so much cheaper than they would be in Winston-Salem. And I think it's because I'm, like, in a retiree area. Yeah. But that's something that I will continue to make note of and ponder and compare. But anyway, um, I was just watching this one YouTuber, like, yesterday. And I, it was either Cup of Geordie or Tailor-Made Style. I think it was Tailor-Made Style. And I think she's in Nashville and she, her Goodwill was like a bins plus like standard Goodwill. And they had a whole like designer clean out day where like their Goodwill hosted a bins day where it was only designers. And obviously they marked the prices, but they just like curated everything that was donated that was designer and then like let people pick through it for this big event. And I think it was in September that she posted this video. And I was like, that is a concept. I've never heard that of anyone else doing fake. that. I mean, she she vlogged it. It was can clearly real. She was there. Can yeah. Can you send me that? Like, okay, yeah, we'll, so what were we'll they calling? We'll link it in our stories. What were they calling designer? That's it also was, kind um, of subjective. It, yeah, this is true. It, I saw a variety of things. It was a lot of Kate Spade, um, Ralph Lauren, um, 
I think they did throw in some Tommy. See, like and... some people would consider like J. Crew designer. Right. So I like, don't. I don't. I don't know if she mentioned J. Crew, but oh, Betsy Johnson. Like I don't consider um, Ralph Lauren designer unless it is Ralph Lauren collection, which is like black right. label, like runway. Um, I like. I don't even consider Tommy or guest designer at this point. I don't I consider like guest, and I don't consider Tommy or Calvin Klein. I don't consider any of that. Me either. Because I feel like those are pretty reliable. If you can find it um, at Marshalls. To find in Goodwill. If you can find it at Marshalls Ooh. or TJ Maxx, oh. it's not designer. <laughs> Sorry, that oh, goes for Kate Spade too. <laughs> no, that's a take. I, I appreciate that. Um, I think it's like, it's a label, but it doesn't have the same sort of sucker punch as like finding a Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> yeah. Or like the other week, I found a Prada shirt at Goodwill. Like, at what? just the regular... Did I not tell you this? No. When I was in Winston, I that same day that I found the ring at the consignment store, I found a Prada shirt did you get at it? the Goodwill. Yeah, of course I got it. Oh, wait. This does sound familiar now. It's like a short sleeve button down, and it has pockets. Yes, I recall. Okay. I was like, I definitely told you this. Like, stop No, you definitely me. told stop me that. Lying. <laughs> But that, okay, definitely um, send me the link to that video, though, because I want to investigate. Yeah, let me find it. I'll, I'll look for it for you guys, and I'll, I'll even put it in our Instagram stories, because it was a fun watch. I like living vicariously for people as they find designer goods and goodwills. Um, but yes, that would be super fun to similarly find. I've really been looking for, like, big vintage labels, just because, like, labels that I've never heard of, and, like, some somebody's grandma, basically, that made yeah. himself a label. I just like the appearance of them, like whether there's any value to them or not. I just love a really nicely made, fat, thick, square label that takes up like a tenth of the interior of the sweater. I just think that's nice. I love any label that says hand-knitted or hand-knitted Me too. Love. Like I, lo- I like that too. <laughs> I love that stuff. Um, no, you know, one of the key things, I guess this is like thrifting hack. Maybe we should have a thrifting hack like section episode oh no even like a recurring oh a routine a routine a part okay thrift hack of the day so one of the ways that i well one thing it just comes with time and with practice because i can like skim a rack of clothes in like a minute like if i'm just if i'm not looking for anything in particular i can just go like and just like Mm -hmm. really fast because it's two things. So you're looking at the... La- I look at the label. Some people are not as brand-oriented as me, but I always look at the label. And even if you don't know the brand, you can tell if it's a high-quality brand or not sure. by the label. So if it's, For like, sure, yeah. stitched in really well, if it's a big label, if it's, like, made with silk, if it's more than one mm-hmm. color label, like, all of that stuff, like, you makes it, like higher end yeah and then the other thing is like the fabric and like how stuff feels so like you've obviously bought that like fake satin like stuff from forever 21 before and then mm-hmm. like if that nice ever... poly blend <laughs> i call it forever 21 days because that's how long it lasts in your closet oh my god 
That's so clever. I like that. Continue. <laughs> okay. I've heard some people say Forever 21 washes, but I just don't think that it lasts 21 washes. Okay. And that's, yeah, and this that's is true. Tea. Okay. And so, um, so like, you know, that like really cheap, just like poly fake satin that versus if you feel real satin, like you will mm-hmm. never forget, you will never be able to like confuse the two. So just like this knowing what so like true. real cashmere feels like, knowing what a nice thick cotton looks like, uh, looks and feels like, knowing what satin and silk feel like, just like knowing what nicer materials feel like, you can and look like you can literally just like skim the top of the clo- like the shirt rack for example, and yeah. like you can pick stuff out that's like higher quality just by doing that. I also go yeah, by definitely. colors because and patterns because like more again once you get a lot of practice like you're only going to see like certain patterns and certain types of brands like anything that has like the crosses all over it is probably going to be from Forever 21 like you know <laughs> like, like a cream background that has like black crosses all over it is probably yeah. going to be from Forever 21 but like like a classic white button down shirt like you might want to pull that out and check the tag to see like it could be like foxcroft which is a really really nice like nordstrom brand known for its button downs it could be like a nicer ralph lauren like it could be burberry like you don't really like know what like a white button down would be so that would be something that you want to like take out and look at mm-hmm. I've been really on the hunt for these 100% silk blouses, um, especially in, like, the jewel tones. I feel like that's on trend, though. Like, I'm not the only one looking for those. Right. So, like, I'm a big texture person and, like, Mm -hmm. textile quality. So when I'm scanning, like, the blouse rack, for example, like, I'm looking for things that are taking up a lot of space in the rack. Just, like, a thick-looking fabric or, like, a shiny fabric that's not, like, a poly shiny but, like, a silk shiny and then I'm also very label oriented, but not for the brand name, for the age. Like I'm very age oriented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I love those those fat seventies, eighties labels that those just call to me every time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've gotten very good at it over the years though. Cause it used to take me so long to get through. It still takes me a really long time if your thrift stores are color coordinated. It takes me a mm-hmm. really long time to go through white and it takes me a really long time to go through black because mm-hmm. you can't tell as much about each individual item because everything's literally the same color. Yeah, like you were saying about the patterns, like the cross, like patterns definitely date fabrics. Yeah. Like if you see chevron, like you know that's not quality because <laughs> it came for the last 10 years. <laughs> And like I don't, From I don't Coles. think Burberry was making any. Yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> think Burberry was making any chevron blouses. No, no hate no if you like chevron with monogram. But that's not what I'm looking for in the thrift store. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's definitely something that you can date. And also galaxy print. I was just thinking <laughs> don't about get that. Don't started recently. about galaxy print. No. I definitely had a pair of galaxy print skinny jeans when I was fourteen. I'm the sure they were low jeans. Not even the don't, leggings. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> they were galaxy print skinny jeans. I thought that I she totally was going to say them. leggings. Nah. Nah. I had galaxy print skinny jeans. I also had um, green and purple tie-dye skinny jeans. 
Y'all cannot see like my that. face. Y'all cannot see my I face. I didn't DIY those. I bought them like that. Barney? Anyway, it was a different time. Barney? It was a different time. <laughs> Barney and <laughs> <Basically>. Baby Bop. <laughs> Barney and mm-hmm. Baby Bop. <laughs> yeah, basically. That was the color scheme. Anyway, it was a different time. I've grown. I was playing with my style. I was... I, anyway, Excuses. if we if we're gonna take any no, if we're taking anything away from these details about my life and my preteen <laughs> wardrobe, it's that I've always been a fan of statement pants. I've just refined the style. Thank God. If you still own those galaxy <laughs> printed um, skinny jeans, I don't think. Uh, and they were stretchy anymore. too. If you know me now, you know I hate stretchy jeans. Like, give me one hundred percent stiff. Denim. Oh, see, I like, like 100% things. cotton stiff denim. I I want to feel constricted in my jeans when I put them on at the beginning of the day. Like obviously they they shape to you throughout the day, but I want to feel a little constricted at first. And those those tie dye and those galaxy print skinny jeans did not. They were very stretchy. Anyway, they were a product of their time. Um, I think 2018. So speaking of constricting jeans, I bought <laughs> this pair of like really awesome button fly Eddie Bauer jeans at the Goodwill. Um, yes. Sometime, I don't know, recently. And I wore them for the first time yesterday and I sent Riley a picture and I was like, oh my gosh, like I like the, like, <laughs> because. They look so good. I well, also love a button fly. They didn't have any stretch on them. Which usually I'm just like, mm. <laughs> see, Riley's doing the chef's kiss. I said chef's kiss. <laughs> usually I'm like, ooh, like I like a little give, you know? I like that 1% spandex. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, okay, wait, actually these look pretty good. And I go out to lunch to meet one of my friends from high school and then I come back. And then I, obviously I didn't have anywhere else to go. So I just changed into my yoga pants. Like I changed into like sweatpants, right? And so I come downstairs, and my mom says, Meredith, I did not like those jeans you were wearing today. I said, why? <laughs> she, she's, very why, frank why? she's very frank with me. She said, I don't know. I just didn't like them. And I was just like, okay, well, they were, like, not stretchy. Maybe that's why you didn't like them. She's like, no, they just look too 1980s. And I was like, that's the point. <laughs> That is so funny. I'm like, why didn't you like that? I literally said that's the point. She was just like, I just don't like them. And I was just like, mom, you're (laughs) stupid. You just don't get trends. We appreciate the honesty, though. We appreciate it. (laughs) She will tell me if something looks bad. She says, I think you should. (laughs) She would say. My mom will, too, though. She said, I think you should change. My mom is very supportive of my bold style choices. But if something is, like, just straight up ugly, she will also tell me that. She'll be like, listen, if that's what's on trend and, like, that's what you want to experiment with, go ahead. But I'm just letting you know now, I think it's very ugly. (laughs) So, we appreciate it, though. Thanks, Mom. I mean, like, I do. Like, most of the time I do. But then in that specific moment, I was just like, you just don't get it. (laughs) Like, Mm -mm. just because it's what you were. I have a vision. (laughs) It's about the vision. It's about the vision. It's about the branding. (laughs) It was funny that I literally laughed. I was just like, I felt like a no. I actually I liked those jeans a lot. Like they were very flattering jeans. I was quality. I was about Mm, to say. Well, Riley said she liked the. (laughs) I should have said. Well, Riley said she liked. I was like, ooh. So, but also I love the '90s look. So just different tastes. I know. I think that my mom doesn't really like high waisted jeans. 
I think oh my god, I could never imagine wearing pants that do not cover my belly button. It's it a prerequisite for it any makes, pants. It makes me sick thinking that I ever wore low-rise jeans. Yeah, same. Because <laughs> I think the thing is, I would even if I ever owned low-rise, like when I was a preteen, I would always end up pulling them up as like far as I could over my stomach anyway. Like I right. tried to make them something they weren't. <laughs> I tried to make them high-waisted. Well, high-waisted wasn't even um, a thing back then. I know. Yeah, not for the 2010s, like fast fashion at least, but you will never, ever in my life now catch me wearing pants that do not cover my belly button. Like, nobody will ever see my belly button. I wear, like, nope. a mid-rise jean sometimes just because sometimes they're cut better for me. Like, modern jeans that are called mm. mid-rise, which are still very, very, like, high-rise, like, have Definitely. a large inside large inseam but um yeah i hear the dogs barking yeah my puppies in the background <laughs> if you can hear them they're saying hello <laughs> but like, yeah i usually like a nice medium rise um like modern jean yeah i literally i own like 20 pairs of pants and i think every single one of them are vintage like 90s or older mm-hmm. and so they've all got like a 12 inch rise minimum right. yeah see if i had something with a 12 inch rise it would cover my boobs oh that i have a really long torso so i do think that's definitely a factor also, you just have some inches on me period so yeah just this don't... is true yeah so that's that's true. That was like a very contiguous conversation, but I'm here. That we had mm, we had a lot of fun reflection right there. But um, we I, we could probably move on to our next note. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure more I, will I come of it. Um, but I so yes, coming back to that Dior house coat, I wanted to talk about my first estate sale experience. Um, I've been watching, okay, I have this TikToker that I like. I think her name is Blazed and Glazed on TikTok. And I think she has a YouTube channel too. Anyway, she's based in LA and she goes to estate sale all the time. And I've just been obsessed with the idea of going to estate sale now ever since I've been watching her videos. And I guess LA is very different, but at least in Florida, all of the estate sales are more furniture oriented than clothing oriented. I'd say that's pretty normal, like where I'm from too. Okay, good. That's reassuring. Um, but any, regardless, I have been stalking estatesales.net since I got home because I'm like, this break is the break that I am going to my first estate sale. And it happened last week. I found one that had clothes and accessories and like the estate sales listing, like posted all the gar or, or like the bags that, um, the estate was selling things like that. And like those bags look vintage. I see the racks of clothing in the photos. This looks very promising. And then I solicited my brother for a ride and we went, we made a whole journey out of it. And it was a great learning experience. Um, Most of the clothes, it was like an older couple's estate that they were combing through and a lot of really cute mirrors and frames and glassware. And then they had like three racks of clothing and then like an intimates closet with like old undergarments and like men's ties and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I combed through all of the clothing and you can imagine it was a lot of like older women's fast fashion, like a lot of loft and like Anne Klein, um, J crew and stuff like that. So nothing like of particular interest to me. They had some cute outerwear also. And I ended up snatching up like a, a really cute trench coat, like a nice fat vintage label trench coat. And then 
some other people who are also in the estate sale coming through the racks. I'm like, mm, I'm not going to fight them to look through more racks of J. Crew. So no. let me hit up this Intimates closet. <laughs> um, and so I was like looking at the slips because I love me a slip. Um, looking through all them and nothing super fantastic. But then I found that amazing blue baby blue Dior house coat. And I'm like, mm, this made it worth it for me. So that was a lot of fun. And I would gladly go to another estate sale. But it's definitely like a matter of patience. And it was definitely hit or miss. Like I would have felt like it was kind of a bust had I not found that house coat. So that's what I take away from that. Like no. I've since then I found other listings on estatesales.net that have had racks of clothing. I'm like, mm, do I want to make this 15 mile journey for something that only for an estate that only has two racks of clothing to look for, to look through? Probably not. And also, like I really looked at with the pricing. Also, like they they did specially price some garments, but um, other than like those random garments, there like everything else is three dollars per whatever. I'm like, that's a great deal, but since they're not posting the prices for all of the other estate sales beforehand, like, I don't want to risk $15 for a pair of J. Crew pants. Right. So it's definitely, like, definitely be selective when you're going. That's what I've learned thus far with my one estate sale experience. That's so funny. I'm literally, like, looking at estatesales.net right now. I did not even know that that was a thing, if I'm going to be completely honest. That's mm, that's what Blazed and Glazed told me to look at. So that's I, what I did. I used to go to yard sales all the time with my mom, but like yard sales, particularly like, are not a thing like right now in COVID, and they aren't right. a thing. I feel like they were kind of on the way out, anyways. Just like from the because I guess people don't want to know when, like, where you live type thing mm. do you get what i mean yeah i can't I remember that yeah i can't remember the last time this I... one looks good wait <laughs> i might have to go to this one on saturday oh my god I'll i love you, this i'll send you but it's like definitely like more housewares but like i'll send you this link and you i think that you'll think it's like right up my alley for um, sure. Like, if you're into housewares, then estate sales are definitely for you. Like, I ended up walking out with, like, a Burano glass frame from the estate sale I went to anyway. So, definitely good stuff. I was just clothing-oriented at the time. Yeah, and I'm just, like, not seeing, like, any sort of clothing stuff really on any of these for my area. Yeah. But some of this stuff it just looks too old person. Yeah, that's it, too. It's, like... Obviously, it's like probably like an older person that has passed away and now yeah, they're having exactly. a state sale. Exactly. So you can't just assume that every old person was trendy or has the trends that you want for now. Exactly. But exactly. <laughs> use your best judgment when looking at the listings. I definitely want to go to at least one more before break is over because it was fun. Like I like the treasure hunt of it. Um, as far as like cost, I feel like a local Goodwill is probably still going to be cheaper. Um, but I liked the experience of it. Would do it again, for sure. Right, yeah. But, like, as I was saying, kind of, like, I just think that the appeal of yard sales has gone away. Because, first of all, I just don't think that people have that same sense of community as they used to. So, like, they don't want to, like, participate with other people in the community. Yeah. But then also it's just, like, 
have you ever been to a yard sale, Riley? Like, even if it was a long oh, time Oh, yeah. Ago. Like, I used to have some growing up. Like, so, I, I recall. You know that everything you buy from a yard sale is broken or busted in one way or, in, like, nothing. <laughs> like, there's a reason why they couldn't sell it another way. Like, <laughs> so, That's like, why you're only paying 25 cents for it. <laughs> exactly. There's a, there's a reason. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I miss yard sales though because I miss just like paying cash for stuff. Like you know, like my mom would take out like two hundred or like two hundred and fifty dollars, like, and we would be like occupied from like six thirty a.m. to like two p.m. Just hitting all these. Those yard were the sales. days. Like those were the days. <laughs> Gosh, I got so much crap from yard sales. I got there my first American big, Girl doll um... from a, from a yard sale. No way. <laughs> have I not told you this? No, what doll was it? Kit. I still have her. Oh wait, I think we've talked about this on an episode before. I think I think it was must have been like the first or second one. But like I think so too. I That's literally so got my first American girl doll from a yard sale. Wow, look at you. You've been finding deals for years now. Lit- mm. literally. I was probably snatching them good. I was probably like five. Something like, I was really young. Uh, stardom young. Stardom young. Stardom young. That makes me think. So I follow, I don't know if it's Eva or Eva Chen, and she used to be like the editor in chief of Lucky, and then she yeah. used to be like one of the beauty editors at Teen Vogue. I love her. She now works for Instagram. Same. Do you know? Do you follow her on Instagram? I don't follow her, but like I'm, I'm aware of her posts. Okay. She literally posts the funniest stuff on her story. She's, like, always posting stuff on her story. Like, she works for Instagram, so, like, this makes sense. She's pretty, like, tech mm-hmm. savvy. So, people... She does, like, Q&As just all the time, so people can ask her random questions. <clears throat> and one of... Somebody asked her, like, do you do Elf on the Shelf with her your kids? And her kids are, like, six and three, like, give or take. And she's like, no, I'm waiting for as long as possible before they find out what it is. And once they find out what it is, I'll start doing it. And I was like, if that's not me, if that's, that's smart. not me. She's like, I'm waiting until the absolute last moment before I have to start doing it. Yeah, good idea. I never did that growing up. I mean, it wasn't My a parents thing. never did that. Oh, good. That's reassuring. I didn't know when it started. I just remembered one day it existed. And I was like, oh, cool. Didn't know about this. But it seems kind of creepy. Yeah, no, it was it wasn't a thing when we were children. Fascinating. Yeah, I want. My mom told me <laughs> you'll appreciate this, Riley. My mom told me today. She said Meredith. I was like, "What, mom?" She was like, "I just want you to not be disappointed. I don't want you thinking that you're getting a dog for Christmas because you're not." <laughs> And I was like, Mom, I didn't think that Mom. I was getting a dog. I was like, I didn't think I was getting a dog for Christmas. She says, good, because you're not getting one. Listen, at least she broke the news to <laughs> you early. No, so. and, and and then she was like, it's just because, like, we don't know where you're going to be yet next year with grad school and stuff. And I was just like, yeah, I know. That's why I wasn't, ex- like, <laughs> like, she re-got oh. my hopes up. Like, I literally hadn't even thought about it for so long. And she, like, reignited that flame. And I was like, Ugh, now I really want to talk. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I already feel like I'm going to be really sad when I have to go back to school and say goodbye to my dogs. Oh, pups. 
my puppies. I get so attached to them so quickly. But only one of them's a puppy. Eh, I guess. Is this two years, three years a puppy? No, that's adult. I feel like they are. No, I feel like they're still puppies. No, they're, they're still so cute. Uh, yeah, but my, my biggest dog is the puppy. She's a Great Dane. And she's like seven, eight months old. And she's huge. Like, my oldest dog is the tiniest. And she can walk underneath her legs. <gasps> that's crazy. It's so cute. Yeah, but they're all great. Amazing puppies. Love them. I feel like I talk about my dogs every episode, but how can you not? Hey, I talk about my mom every episode. Is that the same? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I don't have a dog. So shout out to our moms and our dogs. We love them. Dogs and moms. They're necessities in life. (laughs) I hope you get a dog soon. I hope to God I do, too. I need one. Not for Christmas, but one of these days. <laughs> one of these, one day short thereafter. <laughs> close thereafter. Okay, I wanted to talk about another thing that I done. I did this past week, and I found out about it. I think it was on Pre-Love Podcast. Shout out. Another really, really amazing podcast. Definitely, like, yeah, definitely my favorite podcast. She, what's her name? Emily Stokel. Emily Stokel. She is honestly the best. And she does such a good job at picking her, like, features and the people who she interviews on the podcast. Literally, it's great. She's amazing. And so, I, like, I binge that podcast. Yeah, Riley, like, listened to all of them. And I just have too many other podcasts that I'm invested in <laughs> that I just can't, like, binge it all at one time. But really, really great. And I found out about this service called Wardrobe, where if you're familiar with Rent the Runway, it's kind of similar to that, except for without, it's not new clothing. It's like other people's clothing that they put on consignment to rent out, basically. So I did, if you listen to last week's episode, I talked about how I had a ball gown. So <laughs> <laughs> I sent that ball gown along with like, some things that I don't really wear as much to wardrobe and I actually got just got the UPS notification that it arrived at the at their warehouse so exciting um, a 120 day um consignment period and so people can rent from you for like I don't know like two to ten days and then you get a cut of the rental price um so it'll be interesting to see. I'll keep you guys updated to see if anything happens with that. Um, but I just thought that I would tell people about that. Um, and I just think that it's something that I can do with my wardrobe stuff that I don't want to get rid of, but that I don't wear that often. Yeah, definitely. They it's a also, very sustainable option, too. Yeah, they also dry clean stuff between every, like, rental. And it's, like, on the That's company's good. cost. Like, it's, I don't get charged for it. That's nice. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Keep us updated. I'm also interested in that. I have, like, three special occasion dresses, too, that, like, were too expensive for me to want to donate. Yeah. Now, currently. I'm not opposed to donating them in the future because I've had them for so long. Right. But that definitely sounds like a good option. So, let us know how that journey goes for you. I will for sure. So, I thought it would be cute if we wrapped up the episode talking about Spotify Wrapped. Um, because I look forward to that every year. I'm sure you've seen the memes on Instagram 
but I am one of those people that cares about other people's Spotify wraps. Like, I don't know if you've seen, if you've seen the people saying like, stop posting about your Spotify wrap, like nobody cares. That is not true. I care. I love seeing what people listen to. It's also a great way to get music recommendations. I agree. Anyway, Meredith, tell me about yours. Um, I'm actually trying to find mine right now. Um, I know that my, hold on, can I go access it on Spotify again? Probably. Okay. I'll just, I can give my own highlights. Yeah, can you give meantime. your own? Because it might take me a second to find. Yes. So I listened to 45 episodes of Preloved Podcast in like a Wait, week. Do you listen to Spotify? Do you listen to podcasts on Spotify? Yeah. Oh, I listen to them on Apple Podcast. I think that's a better move for me because I don't really want my podcasts included in Spotify Wrapped anymore. Yeah. Because like I'll listen to like one or two episodes of something and like not really feel it and then I'll not listen to it again. But because I've only listened to a few of different a few different podcasts, like they'll end up on my Spotify Wrapped even though I didn't like mm -hmm. them. So I should probably find a different platform for them. Mm -hmm. But if I hadn't used Spotify, I wouldn't have known that I listened to 45 episodes of Preloved Podcast in basically one week's sitting. Yeah. Anyway, that was fun to know. Um, yeah, my top, my top artists um, were like 1975. Um, no surprise. Harry Styles. What else? I'm forgetting that. Now I'm blanking. Love. I liked his last album. Oh, I love him. I'm surprised that he wasn't I like on mine. Yeah, he was on. Oh, Mac Miller was my top artist. That's who it was, which I was surprised. I definitely listened, like, listened to him a lot at the beginning of the year, like but January. I thought that you March. were more 1975. Yeah, 1975 is my favorite band. Like Aerosmith, Fleetwood Mac, and 1975 are like my three favorite artists at the moment. So I was surprised Aerosmith and Fleetwood Mac didn't make it. Um, but I also listened to them more in like October, November, and I think Spotify Wrapped cuts off at. October. Oh, does so, it really? I guess it's not too straight. Yeah, I think I read that somewhere. Um, but that was the gist. I think WAP was my top song. Yeah, it but was. It's a great, that was so it, funny to me. <laughs> I have no shame. It was a really um, empowering hype song for me during some late sewing nights. You just have that on loop in the background while you're surging those edges mm, it okay. really got me got me through it so i'm playing through my spotify rap right now music music from the oh pop. my god okay i'm, I'm so sorry guys my top genres were this is so me pop edm show tunes rap pop edm which i think is funny oh Wait, I have to send you this song, Riley, if you haven't listened to it. It's called Sucker by Taizo Bloom, and that was my top song of the year. Oh, I've never um, heard of it. It was literally on every single playlist I made this year, and I think every playlist that I made last year, so that kind of makes sense. Um, I had other songs that were on repeat. My top songs, okay, Sucker, You and I, the Rehab Remix, that doesn't, that figures. Not Okay which is a Kygo song, Dance, which is by CLMD, which is an EDM song, Body Back by Griffin, which is an EDM song. Um, and then my top... Oh, I revisited some old favorites. Cute. Okay. With all the throwback um, moments. I think it was all, like, Whitney Houston songs. 
Um, but my top. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> like, great. It's good taste. Like, she's obviously an icon. My top artist. Very out of left field. My top artists were Griffin, Kygo. Do you say it? Churches. C H V R C H E S. Have you ever heard of them? They're really good. I, I don't know. I'm, I I want to say no. Okay, they're like pop. Love. Wait, he was okay. my number four. What? And Chelsea Cutler Cute. was. Chelsea Cutler was number five. Um, yeah. So I only listened to eighteen thousand minutes on Spotify because I got so obsessed with podcasts this year. I think I listened to like a hundred and seventy thousand minutes. It's because something. I listened to podcast like I only That's where your time went. I only time. listen to Spotify if I'm literally in my car and even mm-hmm. then most of the time I'm still listening to podcasts, which I listen to on Apple Podcasts. So it didn't take any of those minutes like from Spotify. Yeah. I also sleep with music in the background. So that was not surprising for me to have like what a quarter of my year be devoted to spotify yeah see i do not do that so yeah now we know (laughs) yeah now we know um now you guys know all of the important information about both riley and i's um listening habits Uh, yes if you have any shared artists or shared songs or just recommendations especially podcast recommendations please send them our way always looking for those goods yeah yeah, well, maybe I don't need the podcast recommendations because I already but listen I do. to, like, a lot, but, like, Riley probably would appreciate them. Okay. If you're listening to Finders Keepers, that means you probably like thrifting or style, and that is what I'm looking for. Send me those podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One last thing that I just have to talk about. Yes. Share. For us Mac users, I know Riley has a Mac. I have a Mac. Mm-hmm. You know when you get that little really annoying like like tag in your upper right hand corner that's like Yeah. Do you want to update, update your computer right now? <laughs> and you're always like provide me tomorrow. Yeah. So like my computer was having a really tough time last night uh, like connecting to Wi-Fi. Like it would say that it would be connected but then like my web pages would never load. So I decided that it was time to do the update, right? I mean, usually that means that something needs to be, like, reset or something in my computer. So I start the software update last night at around, like, 7 p.m. Last night, I started it. It said it was going to take 15 hours to do. And I was like, ew. Why did you say update now? You obviously weren't ready to update. I, I, I just... <laughs> I, I could not understand. So, I kept it going, like, all night, right? I feel like that's pretty normal. I wake up this morning, and my computer says, 24 hours remaining. I said, bitch the fuck, what were you doing last night? <laughs> what were you doing? So, it's still going right now, and it says it has nine hours remaining. Because guess how big this update is to Big Sur. Guess how big it is. What? I don't know how much. much? 12.18 gigs. Oh my god. But Jesus Christ, it shouldn't be taking 27 hours. So I I will keep y'all updated on this. But literally, Mm -hmm. 
Apple's so annoying. Like, they'd be saying update now. That's not updating now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so frustrated about this. But, like, at least I can still use my computer. But, like, it still says nine hours remaining. And I'm like, D-. that's so somebody gross. doesn't know how to do math. That's a, somebody needs to go get go back and do some basic algebra because they just don't know how math works. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that for you. I'm sorry. You're really going through it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just dumb. It's literally just dumb and just people not knowing how to allot for time. So I think that's all the last of my updates. I hope, yeah, I hope you find some peace in the next nine hours. <laughs> oh, I'll be asleep. Are you kidding? I'll be asleep in five hours. So... <laughs> I hope you wake up to a freshly updated computer. I hope so, too. I hope I still know how to work my computer once it updates. I have a fear about that. Hi, doggos. Bork, bork. I know. <laughs> this is Carl saying hi. <laughs> it's okay. I think that that's pretty much all that we had for the ep today. I agree. I think we've had a lot of chats today. We have had a lot of chats. I'm going to investigate the... um estate dot what was it estate yes estatesales.net this is really interesting to me so i'm definitely yes. gonna look at that um and let you i'm know. a fan they have an app too i downloaded the app you're kidding no i feel like estate sales are expensive though i agree i feel like the one i went <gasps> to with the clothes being three dollars really? a piece was what quilts 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 sorry okay continue <laughs> <laughs> um that's another another strategy we'll end on this note things in estate sales get cheaper as the days go on obviously the best stuff gets picked up early so if you're willing to pay the full, the full price go on the first day of the estate sale they're usually like two or three days but they cut the price every day so if you want the cheapest prices go on the last day but, it might but be if you want the best items stuff. go on the first yeah. day exactly use your best judgment oh good luck out there Hand-blown glass animals. They look like Murano glass. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't go. <laughs> Maybe I'd buy too much crappy stuff. Okay, go once for the experience. On that note, I think it's time for us to sign off. Yes, I agree. This is us signing off. Thank the, you for listening. There will be a new episode soon. And follow us on Instagram at Finders Keepers Pod. And I'm Meredith. I'm Riley. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.